Welcome back to another episode. Oh, I'm a little low. Let's turn me up a little bit. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Not Your Normal Podcast. As you know, brought to you by iPhone Cinema, Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. Aaron, how you doing today? I'm good. Um, yep, no, I'm by myself on this episode. Kyler had some family men, some family business to take care of because, you know, he's a dad now and uh, his kids are sick. Told him it wasn't no big deal. Take care of your family. That's what you're supposed to do first. So, Kyler, I hope first of all, I hope you don't get sick. Second of all, hope Shepard, Steele, and Silas, they all get better. And this episode's probably not going to be an hour, to be honest. Uh, like me and Kyler have said on the episodes that we have recorded by ourselves, um, it's hard to talk basically to yourself for an hour. Um, sorry if I sniffle a lot. My nose is a little runny. It's a little chilly here in Texas, but it's no big deal. Um, yeah, no, I really don't have that much to talk about. I mean, I can start off by, uh, like, uh, I think I covered it on like the last, I'm pretty sure I talked about it for a little bit on the last episode with, uh, that me and Kyler did because so at the end of every year, if you're, a, you know, a content creator, um, me and Kyler don't do the, the YouTube videos anymore. We're going to start up on doing a Patreon, doing a video episode every Tuesday and maybe one additional bonus episode video wise, uh, during the week for Patreon members, uh, Patreon subscribers only. So they get to see our beautiful faces. Um, and you know, they get other things as well. But, um, like I was saying at the end of each year, um, if you're a content creator, um, as far as I know, Spotify and Apple and other various, you know, platforms that people produce content on the company of the, uh, the site or whatever you want to call it gives you basically like this, uh, the summary of what you did that year. And I covered it a little bit and me and Kyler's, you know, sort of joked about it, but I'm going to run over those, uh, those numbers again, because I'm pretty sure I got some of them wrong. So this was just off Spotify. I actually haven't checked the Apple one yet. I haven't logged into it in uh, probably about a couple weeks. But uh, so overall, me and Kyler, we've done 90 episodes so far. And there's a couple of more episodes to come out, obviously, this month. Um, so that'll probably be around. Let's see. I'm recording this. So this will come out on the 11th. Um, that means we got one, two, three, four five, five more episodes to go. So we'll end the, the, the year with 95 episodes. Um, but overall, no, our, our podcast hit, um, <laughs> which is crazy to think about it hit 22 countries, which obviously there's a lot of countries around the world and we want to be listened to in all of them. And we're still a growing podcast, obviously, but our followers and listeners and streams and downloads jumped up by 123, 136, 148, and 192% in all four categories. And, you know, I'll ask Kyler sort of the same thing, or I might just save it, and I might just say a little bit of it right here on this one. Um, and we might cover it a little more in depth at the end of the year when it makes sense uh, to cover it um, for our New Year's episode. But just a, just a quick... A quick little thank you to all the people that listen to the podcast. Um, the people that listen to it are the reason that me and Kyler keep recording them, 
honestly. Um, it's real cool to, I don't know. There's something, there's something special about, I don't want to say the word special, but there's something, I guess that's the, for lack of a better term, there is something special about making something. And especially the way me and Kyler did it, which was almost on a whim. Um, there's just something special about making something that you enjoy and technically I guess you can consider this a job but it doesn't feel like a job when we're recording or working whatever you want to call it but like I was saying there's something cool and special about making something that people will listen to people that people want to listen to and that you make something that I guess gives whoever listens to it a sense of like security to whenever they see you in person, they walk up to you and tell you, you know, how much they enjoy the podcast or, you know, the, the little things like, you know, little small stuff like that. I know that me and Kyler's podcast isn't like, you know, you know, number one in the nation and, you know, we're super celebrities or anything like that, but we come from a very small area in North Texas. And so every now and then, you know, we hit the Chipotle, the local Chipotle, and, you know, you get a couple of teenagers or maybe a couple of young adults that say, hey, you know, are, are you Aaron Cross? Are you Kyler Durham? And, you know, we go, yeah, we really like the podcast. We listen to it, you know, when it comes out, all that stuff. It's really cool to hear. So I just wanted to say that just a, a real small thank you, because that's been on my mind since that Spotify wrapped came out and they sent me the email for it. So I'll do an, an, a more in-depth you know, thank you and gratitude, more, more of a gratitude episode towards the end of the year. Make sure that Kyler's there. And, uh, hopefully person that I actually want to have on the, on the podcast for that episode for the end of the year episode is someone who we've had on a lot, which is Hayden Johnson. So Hayden, if you listen to this episode, I don't know if you're working, but get your cheeks to Kyler's so we can record that episode. Um, but off of that subject, uh, I guess I'll touch some sports because me and Kyler always touch sports. James Harden added some uh, some teams of interest uh, for his trade. So if you don't know, James Harden has been very openly adamant about not wanting to be a Houston Rocket anymore, which I understand. Uh, you know, you've been there for years uh, the closest you've be, you know, the closest you've come was the Western Conference Finals, and each time you make it, you always run into the powerhouse Warriors, and they always find some way to beat you. You have Chris Paul, uh, arguably one of the greatest point guards to ever play the game, can't get it done. He starts to become injury prone. You you know you develop a bad chemistry with Chris Paul in the locker room. Uh, the Rockets choose you over him, obviously, as the franchise guy. They get rid of Chris Paul. Um, and they bring in someone who you used to play with on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Russell Westbrook, who you have chemistry with, who you've played with before, who's also a former MVP. And, you know, have high hopes for that 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 collaboration or that duo to work. But the only problem is that in the time that you were gone – like the time that you left and the time that he was a solo act in Oklahoma city, he became a score first point guard, a very ball dominant score first point guard. And that style of play just doesn't work with James Harden. 
because James Harden, even though he's not a point guard, he can play the point guard position. He's a ball-dominant, ISO player, shooting guard who has a high usage rate and has the ball in his hands most of the game whenever the, the Rockets are on offense. So that, you know, that didn't end up working out very well. So, you know, you get beat again uh, this year. I mean, this year it was by the Lakers, of course, who everyone knows went on to win the NBA championship. Um, So in the offseason, you get rid of Russell Westbrook, but you trade him for, I said it, a vir- the virtually the same player in John Wall, who is coming off two years gone off of injuries. I think I'm pretty sure that he shoots 43% from the field and Russell shoots 42, so basically no difference. They're both score-first point guards who are very ball-dominant. So that that trade confused me, and some sources, you know, people said that he wanted John Wall there. I never believed it. I didn't think it was true, mainly because that 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 style of play from your, you know, James Harden James Harden's duo isn't going to work. I don't think it's ever going to work. So James Harden in recent weeks have has mentioned that he would like to be traded to the Nets to play with KD and Kyrie. I like that move. I don't think it is. I don't think it's great. I think it's a good team, but Kyrie, as everyone knows, locker room problem. KD, a uh, former locker room problem, but because of his time in Golden State, has learned how to be lethal and yet not touch the ball as much. Because when he was on the Warriors, you obviously have to give Clay his touches and Steph his touches. You have to learn how to share the ball. James Harden there, uh, I think the problem won't be between James Harden and KD. I think it's James Harden and Kyrie where the problem lies there. And then I recently saw that he had some interest in the Bucks. I guess that could work because I know Giannis, at, as of right now, is a, the ball-dominant guy on the Bucks, but, but that's because he has to be. He's the number one scoring option. Um, I think I think it works well with the Bucks. Um, I don't think it's a championship level, but I think it works well. And then he also said he would like to be traded to the 76ers. And I think this is the, first of all, I think it's the most possible outcome. And I, second, I think it's the most effective outcome for, sorry, I'm going to. We hear some rustling around. That's me moving in my chair to be a little bit more comfortable. Um, like I was saying, uh, he sparked some interest uh, saying he would like to be a 76er. I think that one is the most reasonable place for him to be traded, and it makes the most sense for them to make that trade. And second, I think it works because as of right now, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid's dynamic duo or whatever you want to call it in Philadelphia, it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because Joel Embiid being the, you know, he's a, he's a showstopper. He, he gets you, but he can get you buckets, boards. He plays good defense and he's a, he's a five who can dribble the ball exceptionally well. He can shoot the three ball exceptionally well for a five, but he can, he's also a bully down low. Uh, He's crafty, crafty footwork. He's a good big to have in the league today. Ben Simmons is a 6'10 point guard who is a freak. He's he 
some of the best passing in the NBA. Defense, one of the best defenders in the NBA because he can guard literally one through five. Um, the only problem is when it comes to him scoring, he can only score inside the paint because he has no jump shot. None. He has no jump shot. It's terrible. So I think that James Harden for Ben Simmons and maybe some other pieces or however they want to get it done, but mainly and basically the the big trade would be James Harden for Ben Simmons. I don't think that – I mean, I guess it works for the Rockets too because they can sort of – Ben Simmons is still so young, you can sort of build around him. You have John Wall there, a veteran in the league, to sort of play his co-star, I guess. I don't think they're – I think maybe they're a playoff team, maybe an eight seed, but I don't see them doing anything. But James Harden on the 76ers, you go to the East, your biggest competition is the Bucks in the Heat, obviously. And I think it works because you have James Harden, who's a prolific scorer, one of the best scorers of all time from the outside, but it can also make it, create a shot for the inside. He can score from anywhere. And you have Joel Embiid, who's dominant in the paint. And I think it works a lot better than what Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid had just because of the scoring options you have for from James Harden. You know, being able to shoot the three ball, ISO at the top, create, uh, create for other people because he's such a offensive threat. When he gets going, you have to double team him. Well, if you double team him, that opens up other spots for other people to shoot the three ball, or also for you to feed Joel Embiid and let him go to work on whoever he has down there with him. Same thing. Joel Embiid is a good big. Joel Embiid has a hot night. You double him in the post. He kicks out to you know, whoever, they kick out, you know, one more swing pass. You have James Harden there for the easy open three and, it, you know, so on and so forth. I think that's the best trade for them to – well, I think that's the best trade for James Harden. I don't want to say it's the best trade for Houston to make um, because I believe you instantly make them – I don't want to say title contenders, but it you make them Eastern Conference Finals contenders for sure. And depending on how they play together – and, you know, there's a bunch of variables, but that's a good team. That's a very good team. I think wherever James Harden lands, if he if he lands anywhere, to be honest, I think he improves their chances drastically just because of his offensive arsenal is so crazy. He's, he's, a, he's a scoring machine from anywhere on the floor at any time. And I'm not a fan of James Harden, uh, so to say, but I – I'm a big enough fan of basketball to appreciate what he can do with the ball in his hands. And I would be an idiot um, to say anything other than how great James Harden is. I feel the same way about LeBron James. I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. And, you know, the tale of the tape is that Kobe Bryant fans can't be LeBron James fans. You know, you got to pick a side, basically. Um, You know, Magic and Bird. Um and then you, you sort of mix Michael into their era, but you you can also mix it into the Kobe era, sort of. But for the most part, it's like Magic Bird, you know, Kobe LeBron. Who you, which side are you on? I've always been a Kobe fan. I'll always be a Kobe fan. R.I.P. to the bean. Um, but like I was saying, I respect James Harden. I'd be a fool to say anything other than he was great. I feel the same way about LeBron James. Don't I'm not a fan of him, but 
I respect his greatness and I appreciate what he can do with a basketball and how long he's done it. He's going on what year 17 or 18 in the league puts a toll on your body. And he's still as, as according to ESPN's ranking, he's the number one player in the league. That was me drinking my sparkling water. Pomegranate, pomegranate lemonade. Shout out Ozarko. Um, but yeah, no, off of that, that's just James Harden talk, other sports talks, and then I'll sort of change the subject. Um, ESPN put out their uh, predictions for the top 100 players, well, who they think will be the top 100. Let's see if I can pull it up on my laptop here. Um, who they think will be the top, you know, 100 basketball players for um, uh, for next season. So let's see here. Can I not just watch? Can I not just like read it? Why do I have to? I just want to read it. I don't want to have to sign into my ESPN Plus to just read it. I just want to read what is going on. Why do I have to be an ESPN Plus member just to read it? That's crazy. And I don't want to log in. Like, this is terrible. Um, let's see here. So let's see here. Oh, is this going to take it to me? Maybe. Let's see. Come on. All right. That website must be butt cheeks because it wouldn't even load. Gave me a Google ad service. Okay. Well, to Instagram it is. I'm not going to, I don't have the full list, the full 100 list, but, um, ESPN put out their every year they do a top 100 um, NBA ranking. So ESPN.com predicts the top players in basketball this coming season. Number one, they had LeBron James. Number two, Anthony Davis. Number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number four, Luka Doncic. Number five, Kawhi. Six, KD. Seven, Dame Dalla. Eight, Steph Curry. Nine, James Harden. And ten, Nikola Jokic. Um. Some other notable mentions. You got 11 at Jason uh, Jason Tatum at 11. 12, Jimmy Butler. Uh, Devin Booker at 17. Zion at 19. Paul George at 20. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns at 23. Kyrie at 25. Trey Young at 29. Russell Westbrook at 36. Kimba at 48. Um, Lonzo Ball at 54. Zach Levine at 56. Tyler Hero at 59. Blake Griffin at 65, D'Angelo Russell at 69, Montrez Harrell at 76, John Wall at 81, DeMar DeRozan at 82, Buddy Heald at 87, Seth Curry at 91, and I think that's that's all the lists I could pull off of Instagram. Uh, they also put up the power rankings. You got the Lakers at number one, obviously. Two, the Bucks. Three, the Nets. Four, the Clippers. Five, the Heat. Six, the Dallas Mavericks. Then you got the Nuggets, Celtics, 76ers, and Raptors. Um, Just going back to that that top ten list, like the first ten players, I agree with almost all of it. I don't agree that KD, ooh, KD at six, he's coming off an injury. Um, I guess that makes sense. 
I think Steph Curry has a better year than number eight. I think he ends up being like a top five player, probably an MVP candidate because of the Klay Thompson situation. James Harden, um, it's sort of hard to tell because you don't know where he's going to be right now. Uh, Nikola Jokic at 10, okay. Dame Dalla, Damian Lillard at 7. I think he has a very good year too. Giannis, I don't know. I don't know about Giannis. You never know. I don't. I. You, I mean, you know what you're going to get with him. Uh, you're, you're going to have a 25 and 10 guy. Um, probably a little more on the rebounds, maybe a little more on the points and assists. Um, I mean, the only one I really don't agree with is the Steph at eight, but I don't know who he would replace. Probably Kawhi at five. I don't think Kawhi is MVP worthy. When I look at the top five, I think. These five players will be front runners for MVP. And when I look at the top five, you have LeBron, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Luka, and Kawhi. I just don't see Kawhi being an MVP runner. I don't see Giannis being an MVP runner either, but I don't know who I would replace him with. Maybe KD? Maybe. Um, maybe. I agree with Luka. In the top five, 100%. I'm not saying that because I live close to Dallas or anything. I'm just I'm very aware of what Luka Doncic is, which is a top five player in the NBA. It's no, it's hands down, no debate. Luka Doncic is a top five player in the NBA. If you argue it, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Um, watching that kid, I can call him a kid because I'm older than him. Watching that kid play basketball is, it's. It's watching poetry. It's watching art. You're watching a live art when you watch Luca play. It's crazy. Um, I'm not a, like I said. I'm not a Maverick fan. I'm a Luca fan. I'm excited to see what they do this season, especially uh, when Kristaps is back and healthy. They did get rid of Seth Curry, which sort of a bummer because he is a he is a official strap. He is an official bucket from three point land. But they did pick up Josh Richardson for him who is a three-point shooter, not to the level of Seth Curry, but he's a great defender. So, and Josh Richardson made the top 100 list. He's an, he's, a, he's, a, I think he's at 80. So, eh, it's, I mean, I guess you got a defender. You got a much better defender. You lost a little three-point shooting, but you lost, you got a much better defender in Josh Richardson. So, I like it. I think it's a good trade. Sad to see Seth go. I like Seth, but... NBA is a business. My Alexa just went off. Huh. NBA is a business. You got to do what you got to do. Um, Let's see here. What else can I talk about? I mean, oh, yeah. Kyler asked me about some merch and stuff like that uh, on that last episode. So I got some news for you all if you if you care. So I don't know. It's it's a it's been a real struggle on merch. So as you know, earlier this year, we did. The NYMP shirts, obviously, and they did pretty well. A lot of people liked them. Um, and since then, we've been trying to figure out what we wanted to do for other ideas. And I've made a couple of shirts, and I, like even right now, I got an iFilm Cinemas hoodie on. And this hoodie that I have on, I've had for about a year. Um, so people like it. I mean, it's a simple black hoodie with iFilm Cinemas on the front. It stands out. It's bold. Um, I have another shirt that I, you know, I made for myself just to sort of test the waters. 
Uh, it says iFilm Cinemas Productions on it with some splatter paint, pink and blue. Just sort of test the water, see the feedback that I got from it, see if people liked it or not. Um, and touching back on what I was starting to say at the beginning of like this little tangent I went on, which was Kyler, um, when it comes to the design and stuff like that for the shirts, it's really, it's a collaborative, a collaborative effort. But for the most part, it's, it's on me for the designing aspect. And I sort of just get Kyler's approval. And I'm not saying I don't trust Kyler's judgment or anything like that. He's just a, he's a busy guy. He's a father now. So he doesn't have the, the time that he used to have. But when it comes to the merch and stuff like that, I'm like lead designer, show Kyler, maybe Hayden for their approval, see if they like it, see if they want to tweak anything. And then if we can all come to agreement on it, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll buy it, have it shipped and we'll sell them or give them out or, you know, do something with them. And we were supposed to have some a couple months ago and I ended up sending them back. May, well, one reason is because on the shirts I ordered, they spelled iFilm Cinemas wrong. Can't have that. Second, whenever I ordered them, I ordered them in midsummer. So in my head, I was thinking summertime clothes. When they came in, it would be fall, winter type, you know, wear. And that's not what I wanted to do. So I ended up getting a refund for it. All good and dandy. And... I planned on doing a Halloween drop, but we never even did the Halloween episode because of scheduling problems. So never even got to that. So as of right now, um, I have some clothing in, not a lot, but I'm thinking of, today's the 11th, I'm thinking of placing an order sometime next week and doing an expedited rush order for... Not a lot of articles, maybe some sweaters and hoodies, long sleeve t-shirts, something around around the, in you know, in that ballpark of like a Christmas themed, like a Christmas themed, not your normal podcast, iFilm Cinema's merch line. Or I can sort of take a little bit more time on it. And, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, shoot me a snap at iFilm, I mean, at uh, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat or DM me on Instagram at iFilm Aaron on what you think, uh, what you would, you know, if you're a fan of the show, what you would like to have more. I was thinking maybe do a rush order by the sometime by the end of next week, some or somewhere along the lines of next week and have it here before Christmas and do a very small rush order and give them out as like, you know, a Christmas gift from the NYMP crew to, to, to the listeners or, take next week to do the design and stuff like that and then mass order basically a new new logo new design new colors for the beginning of the new year and have something you know dedicated to a new year of not your normal podcast on it i like that idea a little bit more um that's just me Uh, i still have to run that by kyler and hayden uh, those are the two guys that I go to when, when it comes to, you know, the more, obviously the businessy side of it. I, uh, even though Kyle, even though Hayden's not on it all the time, he's, I, I, I consider Hayden the third, the, the third host of the show basically. So I'm going to run that by him. I have a couple of ideas that I up on my laptop right now that I've been designing all day. Um, 
and they're pretty cool. I like them. I think they're pretty snazzy. Uh, new colors. Uh, I did whole new colors. I did basically a whole new design. Uh, if you're not familiar with our last design, which was just a normal t-shirt as a plain t-shirt with, uh, the acronym NYNP in the top left corner of the breast pocket area, uh, in purple, yellow, and green with some purple, yellow, and green splatter paint. I'm thinking about leaning away from the splatter paint idea and making a more of a, uh, clean and crisp, you know, legible design, um, with not your normal podcast, iPhone cinemas, maybe throw on some AOC in there. Um, and some KSO for Kyler sports opinions. Um, but as of right now, that's all, you know, ideas circulating up in the, up in the noggin. Nothing's, nothing's, uh, set in stone yet. Um, me and Kyler will for sure let people know, um, about that. So I just wanted to get that off my, off my head before I, before I say anything. Um, but moving on, um, when I do these episodes by myself, I sort of, I sort of, I don't know what it is, but I sort of like to talk about more serious stuff, if that makes sense. I don't know if it does or not. I just, I, whenever me and Kyler get together and we record an episode, we, our, our personalities feed off of each other and we're, we're back and forth, you know, the whole time. It's so random. You never know what you're going to get from me and Kyler. Most of the time it's sports, but sometimes we talk about poop. You never know. Um, so when I get the opportunity to record by myself, I, I like it. Yeah, my mouth gets dry, and I need to take another sip of my sparkling water. One second, while I take an Ozarka break. Ah, pomegranate lemonade, delish. But uh, yeah, like I'm saying, I like to take the the opportunity to talk about you know stuff that I I don't want to say I think about on a daily basis. But stuff that, you know, crosses your mind, you know, whenever you, everyone's had those days where, you know, you're just sort of sitting at home, nothing to do. And you just think, I think those are healthy. I think thinking days are healthy. So, um, being that it is, um, December, it's, you know, this episode comes out on December 11th. You got literally two weeks until Christmas, which I believe will be a Friday, if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm going to look at my calendar. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to talk to Kyler. And I'm going to ask you, the listeners. So last year, me and Kyler did a Christmas special episode. Because Christmas last year was on... When was Christmas last year? Let me go back. So Christmas last year came out, was on a Wednesday. So that means we had an episode that came out Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. We had three episodes last week. I mean, last year for Christmas. We had the normal two episodes for Tuesday and Friday. And we also had a bonus episode for Christmas Day. I need to ask Kyler if he thinks we should do the normal Tuesday episode, then record two episodes, one normal one and one Christmas one for Friday and, and do a double drop or record a normal one for Tuesday and just make the Friday one just bigger, better, a little bit longer, Christmas-themed. Get somebody who we really like because we didn't have a guest on the Christmas one last year. A guest that we both really like to talk to. 
Hayden I'm talking about you or Austin or Tyler or Colton or Jacob or basically if you've been on the show before I'm talking to you and if you haven't been on the show before um I'm going to put a little bit of blame on me and Kyler, but I'm also going to put blame on you because you have listened to the episode. You've wanted to be on an episode. And when we say our names at the our, our social media context at the end, you don't do nothing about it. So it's sort of on you for not taking initiative. But um, talk to him about maybe making just the Friday episode, the Christmas episode. And then literally one week later, the next Friday episode will be the New Year's episode. So it sort of all works out. Cool. Well, less work for me and Kyler to do. But um, like I was saying, on the subject of more seriousness, um, it is December 11th. We are basically right around the corner from Christmas. Um, the time of holiday cheer and spreading spreading love and joy and happiness and family time and you know giving gifts, receiving gifts, happiness, being happy, being merry, being jolly, whatever you want to call it. Um. I've decided to, Kyler doesn't know this actually, um, so if you're familiar, if you've ever been Christmas shopping ever, um, uh, you you guarantee you've seen the people sitting outside of the stores like Walmart, Target, wherever you're at, the mall, with the, the red, you know, tin, aluminum foil, metal, basically coin collector thing swinging back and forth and the ring and the bell, it goes to the Salvation Army, um, and then in some cities, uh, like here in Sherman at the town center, there's a giant, if you've ever been to the post office, they have the giant mailbox thing that you slide mail in. It's basically that, but it's Toys for Tots, which is an organization that gives toys to orphaned children and children in need. I've decided to take initiative, and just like I did with all the money from the Patreon early on in the COVID pandemic and donate it to Feeding America for people that needed food and stuff like that for their families because of the COVID pandemic and they lost their jobs. We're switching it up. And because it's the holidays, I've decided to take all the Patreon money that me and Kyler earn, um, from, you know, this month's and possibly under, well, basically until it runs until, you know, toys for tots and all that stuff and salvation army, salvation army is done collecting for the holiday season, taking all the Patreon money and donating it to salvation army, and toys for tots. Um, gonna do that. So on a more serious note, if I firmly believe in donating, I think it's a great thing. If you have the means to donate, you know, if you have toys that, you know, you had as a kid or your kids used to play with that you believe could have a better home, um, for someone who actually is going to use it, donate it. If you have, you know, if when you go to the store to do your Christmas shopping or just your grocery shopping and you see that that little old lady or that old man or the, you know, whoever's ringing the bell asking for donations, if you got a, you know, a dollar, a couple coins on you, a five or a 10 or a 20, whatever you feel you can, you know, sparingly share, I'd say do so. Uh, it, go, it all goes to a good cause. Me and Kyler's money from the Patreon uh, isn't going into me and Kyler's pockets. It never has. It actually has always gone to either other things for the podcast, you know, making the podcast sound better because that's how I sound like this now. I can get real close to the mic and whisper and you can hear me. Perfect. Because the Patreon money that we earn goes to 
making the podcast better for the listeners, COVID pandemic, and now it's going to Salvation Army and Toys for Tots. Here at Night and Normal Podcast, we believe in good. I don't know what I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Um, we could just believe in doing in the right thing. That's all I was getting at. So if you have the mean, if you have the the means to do so, I believe in doing so. Also, for the people that listen to the podcast that don't really have Christmases, um, you know, Christmases and stuff like that, that are all about spending time with your family. Well, I understand there are just some people that don't have that. They, you know, they work. That's, that's me. I used to, when I worked at Starbucks, I would work on, on Christmas day because we, as, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I didn't really have Christmases, if that makes sense. Like I did, but I didn't. Um, I worked. Um, I would take the time to, you know, enjoy this time of the year, appreciate like the people you have around you. And if you do get the chance to be around your family, appreciate it. Um, You know, you never know what happens. You know, I hate to sound the, the, the cliche, but, you know, tomorrow's not promised. So appreciate what you have today. Um, but yeah, no, that's really my, I don't, it's not a really long, serious talk, to be honest. I just, I was thinking about it the other day because, um, so like I said, I don't, you know, I'm 20, you know, I'm in my mid twenties. I haven't received a, me and Kyler talked about this on like two episodes ago. We, I, me and Kyler are both in our mid twenties. We don't get Christmas gifts, if that makes sense. Like, you know, for the most part, we get money. Um, my phone. Who's messaging me this early in the morning? This doesn't even make sense. I got tagged in a comment on Facebook. What the? F- Who tagged me in a comment? The Cornhole League is quickly approaching. Okay, get out of here. I'm not playing no damn cornhole. What the? F- anyway. Um. Like I was saying, no, I was just thinking about it the other day because um, me and Kyler, I'm, I say that because me and Kyler are both in our mid-20s. Uh, I speak more f- from my side, which is I'm in my mid-20s. Um, my two of my, well, both my younger brothers, they don't, I mean, I'm not around them a lot. One of them goes to school in San Antonio. The other one is in the process of, he just, you know, he just graduated college. He's in the process of finding his career path. My dad, he lives in Grand Prairie. He works a lot and don't make it down there a lot. And my mom, I mean, she lives here in town, but, you know, she, you know, she does what she does. So it's not like we're around each other a lot. So it's, you know, when, you know, this time of year, I'm out of the, I mean, me, Matthew and John, John, and I say Kyler because he's sort of in the same boat. We're out of that, that, that gift phase and uh you know for the most part it's like money or whatever have some socks or whatever i like to golf maybe i get a package of golf balls or something so that's cool um but i was just thinking the other day because uh i i i very rarely get even on birthdays i very rarely get gifts and i don't expect gifts i'm not that person i'm not a i'm not a i'm not a good gift receiver because I don't, in my mind, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's my birthday. It's cool. Yeah, I'm a year older. I got I got stuff to do. 
in my mind, I'm just like, I'm not expecting it. I don't look forward to getting gifts, and it's I think that derives from just not expecting it. Um, and it also doesn't help that I'm a terrible person to shop for, uh, because unlike, unlike, I mean, unlike a lot of some people I know, I am a I'm a mid twenty year old guy who has no obligations to a job technically. I mean, an obligation to this, obviously, but no obligations to a job or children or anything, which is very, I don't want to say very rare, but it's a rare thing nowadays. You know, most people in my age have children and you're you're working a nine to five. I ain't cool with that. I'm trying to work two hours a week recording a podcast and making way more money. That's my goal. So I'm a terrible person to shop for from from that aspect because I make money and when I want to buy something, I don't have to think about the reper- the repercussions of not having the money to take care of a family. I don't have that problem. So it makes in return it makes someone that want that's interested in giving me a gift hard to buy for because I have everything I want. And if I don't have it, I'll go out and buy it because I can. And so that whole spiel that I was just talking about just sort of got uh, the other day, I received some gifts from my friend that I thoroughly enjoy. It's not, they were nothing crazy, um, but they were thoughtful and it made me think, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like I, n- I don't ever expect to get gifts. Um, like I'm a great gift giver. I believe, I think my creativity helps me be a great gift giver. Um, I think I'm, uh, I mean, not, not being cocky or or arrogant, but if you know me pretty well, if I consider you a close, you know, a close friend and I get you a gift most of the time, not even most of the time, it's never going to be a gift card. Get, get that out of my face. I'm using my creativity to get you something that you'll actually use and slash or enjoy. And if that means I got to spend an extra extra little dough on it to make it custom to something that you like that will stand out to you, so be it. I got you. Don't worry. But it just it was making me think like, man, I don't get gifts often, and it makes me appreciate that person. The it makes me appreciate like that person's thought process even more. If that makes sense. I don't know. It's it's a very strange. It's a very strange time of year. This time of year for me. Because of the whole, like I'm busy all the time, but I'm not busy because I only record a podcast. So technically that's work, but nonstop throughout the day, I'm thinking about how to make the podcast and me and Kyler's business endeavor more successful. Um, but, you know, you meet people that you become either really good friends with. And sometimes they just randomly give you a gift when you had no idea that was going to happen. So, um, to the people that have bought me gifts in, in recent years, I'd say I'd count the last three years. I'd count the last year at Starbucks and then last year and then this year for the people that have bought me physical gifts that they actually either saw somewhere and was like, Aaron would like that, or, you know, put some thought into it and either ordered it or whatever you did. I have a special appreciation for you. And there's not many people that have done it. 
Kyler. I can't really count Kyler. Kyler told me something about a gift the other day. Um, and I got something for him too. He doesn't know what it is. He's I'm pretty sure once he hears this, if he listens to it, he's going to nonstop ask what it is. It's pretty sick. Uh, it's cool. Hayden, I got you something too. And Tyler and Jacob. So y'all got stuff, Nick, you got one too. The only problem is I ordered them today and because I ordered them so late, they won't be here until like January, like 4th, but just think of it as a, uh, a new business present and late Christmas present all in one. It's something elegant, classic, timely, you know, you can, you can use it all the time. Um, that's all I'll say. But they're pretty sick. I hope you I hope everyone that 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 you know all the people I just mentioned likes them. If you don't give them back to me, I'll get my money back and I'll spend it on something dumb like gold popcorn, which I've done before. Um but see this is what I'm talking about on these episodes that I record by myself. Sometimes I I, I have an idea in my head and I'm like, I'm gonna talk about it this way. And then I go on this roll and I get so sidetracked. And I think that's what makes me and Kyler's dynamic partnership makes it work is because when this type of stuff happens, one of us will catch the other one and will bring us back, you know, circle us back around or in the lucky cases, this happens. And me and Kyler's go down a rabbit hole of nonsense. And then by the end of the episode, we're like, dude, we were talking about, you know, ping pong. How do we get on? statues we think glow in the dark you know hence the name not your normal podcast because ain't shit about this podcast normal but uh i'm at 45 minutes i'm gonna wrap this one up um uh i'm gonna wrap this one up you can find me on snapchat at aaron cross 15 instagram at iphone aaron um not your normal podcast, Academy of Conspiracy, iPhone Cinemas Productions, all on Instagram and Twitter, given by their, you know, by their given social media names. And you can go to patreon.com slash not your patreon.com slash NYNP to become a, you know, a, a Patreon subscriber. Uh, we have a $5 and a $10 tier. They both have their special perks. Um, I would, you know, Just, you know, if you want to become a Patreon member, just think of it this way. All the, you know, the money that you spend on it, even though it is only five or 10 bucks, it's going to a good cause. It's either going to be, you know, put in a Salvation Army, you know, bucket or me and Kyler are going to take that money out to, you know, a store and buy a toy and go donate it to someone who's going to, you know, cherish that toy for, you know, months to even years to come. So it's going to a good cause. Um, so please, if you're not a Patreon subscriber or patron, whatever you want to be called, do it. Uh, give us your money to make other people's Christmases and holiday holidays, uh, much better. Um, with that being said though, I don't have anything else other really to say other than it's the holidays. Be thankful, be appreciative. Um, yeah, just I mean, take this. I mean, cherish this 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 time, especially this year, twenty twenty, shit being crazy. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if you're lucky enough to be surrounded by, you know, either really good friends or family, uh, 
And I know a lot of people aren't because of cross country relations and stuff, but if you're lucky enough to do it, I would appreciate, I would appreciate it even more. Um, if I were you just because of the way the year went, um, and to the people that I was, I was talking about, um, uh, that sometimes surprise me with stuff. Like I said earlier, I have a certain type of like, I appreciate all my friends or people that I consider friends. Say I appreciate them on a 100% level. Those people, it's more like 140 because that means you went out of your way to do something that you thought was nice or an act of kindness. And hopefully when, uh, me and Kyler's podcast becomes the number one podcast in the world and me and Kyler are making a lot of money. I might randomly hit you up and, you know, take you somewhere nice. You never know. I always give back. Thanks uh, for listening. Uh, We'll see you on Tuesday. And uh, yeah, be safe.